We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Another week, another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man Andreas Hale from Blue Wire Studios here in the Wind Resort in Las Vegas. Oh, it's an MMA show today. Of course, we're going to recap the pay-per-view. UFC 283 There's a new light heavyweight champion. If you guys are watching on the YouTube, you're seeing the clips. One of us is dressed normally, ESPN gear. Chilling. The other one is decked out head to toe. San Francisco 49ers gear still. Hey. Congrats. I can't even hate. Congrats. Hey. Handle hey. business this weekend. Hey, sent them cowgirls home. <laughs> I had to be fair, Dak sent them home. Well, y'all, Dak, y'all ain't have to do much. Hey, it's just funny because all year, listen to the Cowboys fans. Oh, we got this. You got stellar defense. Michael per- Parsons, he's incredible. I, I agree. Yep. Dak, Dak Prescott is your problem. C.D. Lamb was torched. Yeah, well, they, you know, these these wide receiver ones give us <laughs> hell. D.K. Metcalf, Devontae Adams, C.D. They give us problems. Yep. But Dak Prescott, he ain't winning the Super Bowl with that guy. Man, if he wasn't throwing to C.D. Lamb, he was throwing to y'all. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, one game away. We got a tough one this week. Dude. You have endless amounts of Niners gear. Yes. It's great. Like, every show since the playoff. Just... Well, I'm wearing my Kittle jersey again because of the catch. Oh. Guy's an animal. Guy's a game breaker. So I, I had to wear my Kittle jersey again. But, yeah, I got more. I got more. So I have another one on Thursday. And then if we were, if we go to the Super Bowl, yeah, I might be in the Super Bowl. I, I'm, I might not be here. All right. If you guys win this weekend, yeah. you're buying the Brock Purdy jersey, right? Yes, I am. Going all in on Purdy? Yes. I like it. All in. <laughs> all in. Who, who cares if he's the quarterback next I season? I don't care. All in. They, well, he's, he's going to be the quarterback next season. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. Like, Will he be the quarterback in two weeks? If, if it's up to you, Dre, before we get into MMA, it's up to you. Do you play a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo no, in the Super Bowl? No. <laughs> Brock Purdy hasn't lost a game since he, got, since he started. Like, it's the best story in football right now. Mr. Irrelevant becomes Mr. Irrelevant. But even better than that, because, you know, a lot of people compared him to Tom Brady. Tom Brady yep. was managing games. 
Brock Purdy is not managing games. He's winning games. Yeah. And he's not losing games. So I don't care if Jimmy Garoppolo comes back and he's he's hulked up. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want him. We've we've done this before. We had Jimmy G in the Super Bowl against uh, the Chiefs, and we yeah. saw how that worked out. Not great. Hey, we had to deal with it with the Rams. Wasn't great in that game. Jimmy G's more of a game manager. We'll give him to another team that Indianapolis, y'all want him? Houston? Jets? Jets? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> we got our quarterback. Brock Purdy's our guy. Brock Purdy. Brock. I meant to send you this Sports Center post the other day. Last time him and Jalen Hurts faced each other, yeah. score was 42 41. Yes. They and combined for like 11 touchdowns. Yeah, Purdy had five, I believe. Yep. Hurts had six at Oklahoma. Yeah. Crazy. Hey, man. I love those games. We, we, we have a, the winner of this game is winning the Super Bowl. Oh, the winner of this game is losing the Super Bowl. No. Well, Bengals probably win. See, I, I don't trust, listen, the Bengals, if, if the Niners were to play the Bengals, I don't like that matchup for us. Because we got to deal with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Yeah, it's too hard. I don't like that ones. at all. But I ain't worried about Joe Mixon. They got no O line. Kansas City, I'm, I'm, I think we can beat Kansas City. Only because Mahomes is injured? No, because. You ain't being a healthy Mahomes. We could. Listen, again, we have the, they, they don't have a tremendous defense. They're not great against the run. No. They're not great on the outs. I mean, I'm not worried about Juju. I'm not worried about like I'm worried about Travis Kelsey, but Fred Warner's great in coverage. I can deal with that. But if you look at every team that has dusted us in the secondary, they have a great wide receiver. Jamar Chase will give us hell if we got to play the Bengals. But Nick Bosa could get to Joe Burrow. Yeah, that's the matchup I want to see. But Bengals Niners. I think if Philly beats us, I think they win the Super Bowl. They have the secondary to contain the Bengals wide. Maybe Philly gets real weird at times. Yeah, they haven't been really weird this year. With a healthy Jalen Hurts. I don't know. Washington ran it down their throat, which is why I like the matchup with you guys. It was like 250 straight yeah, out. That's Washington. Like, who? It's not a growing is, endorsement. Is Pacheco going to run in Kansas City? Like, no, no. I, that's why I don't like him getting past y'all. Like, you just run two running backs straight down their throat. I'm just saying, like, neither Cincinnati nor Kansas City have great running backs. Cincinnati's a little bit better. Yeah. But. His old line is banged up. Now, granted, as Buffalo about that. Yeah, but Buff- Buffalo don't have our pass rush. We can rush four and we're okay. We can drop the rest in the coverage, right? We can have Warren Spy just in case Joe Burrow wants to get cute and start <laughs> running. Because he's, he's not bad when he gets flushed out of the pocket. I think the NFC is winning the Super Bowl this year. It's going to be us or Philly. Dre might be in Phoenix yeah, or Glendale. Dog, if we go to the Super Bowl, you're going to see me. Like, it's a quick drive. It's a quick drive. Like, I'm. Them tickets are expensive as fuck, but you don't get to see your team in the Super Bowl very often. Nah, not at all. Especially when you just drive there. That's easy. Yeah, you just drive it's there. It's a one-day trip. See what happens, but I'm happy. My Niners, my Niners are doing things. <laughs> I thought we were dead. They, they, we, got, we lost Trey Lance. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. Here goes Jimmy. We lost Jimmy. He said, oh, we got a third-string quarterback. Eight loose hips. Not a single game. See? Well, I'm rooting for you guys. I'm rooting for Pretty you. much because I don't like the Eagles. So you shouldn't I, like the Eagles. It's by default. Eagles beat the piss out of y'all. Three times. Whew. Sorry. They got our number. It is what it is. Yeah. You talk about number one receivers. They got two. That's the problem. Yeah. We and had none. And Devontae is just getting better every game. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's not great. No. No. You got, y'all got a long way to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, best of luck to you guys this weekend. Outside of the NFL games. So, I, you know. My Giants game was on Saturday night. 
was over relatively quick. Yeah. First quarter. Yeah, man. You made me. I was like, all right, time to watch UFC. Time to watch UFC. <laughs> like, I was like, God <laughs> damn. Caught the entire UFC card. Like, did y'all even pinch the bitch from Players Club? Did you even pinch the bitch? <laughs> nah, y'all didn't pinch him. Not a damn thing. Didn't put up right? a fight. No, it was over before I blinked. I drove from my crib to shout out Joe Selly from Top Rank. Went over to his crib. He's a big Eagles fan. I was like, yeah, whatever. We'll watch it together. I left. I was seven minutes late after kickoff. I get there. It's 14 nothing. It was it was bad. That and was then bad. I see Danny Dimes throw a pick. I was bad. like, what the fuck? I, I, I came over at a case of Modelo or something. I was like, yeah, I guess we just that. drink it. Yeah. Like, there was no no game to watch. We were drinking and watching UFC because, yeah, that game was a wrap. UFC, though, not bad. Pretty good card from Brazil. I enjoyed yeah. it. I watched better in the game. Well, of course, especially for you. Yes, um, yes way better. But uh, yeah, we, I mean, we'll we'll dig into this UFC card. But uh, boy, once upon a time, the light heavyweight division was good. It's not bad. It's okay when people are evenly matched. Once upon a time, it was dominated. It was by the best fighter in the world. Yes, that doesn't make it good. That makes it unbalanced. But there was like Glover Teixeira. There, like there was viable threats to John Jones, right? Even Dominic Reyes at the time coming up. A lot of people sure. saw him as a killer. Um, obviously, it was good when they had DC. Yeah, like... Rumble. Yeah, like they had a division. Like, you, you look at the light heavyweight division right now. Yeesh. Hey, Glover was champion. I mean... John left it somewhat in disarray. I'm just saying, you look at the division right now. Glover retired, which we'll talk about in a bit. Glover looked... He got... He aged like Rip Van Winkle... Between rounds one and two. He was set up poorly, but yeah, we'll like, talk about that. Obviously, he's done. Yuri will be back and get that title. I, said. I don't think anybody's stopping that. I, look, look, if I'm a middleweight right now, I'm considering fighting at light heavyweight. Oh, Alex. Alex was in the octagon. It won't sizing be. Sizing up Jamal. But like you look, yeah. Alex is bigger than all of them. Yeah. He could, he could beat. I mean. I don't know how he's at middleweight. We just don't know. Alex's wrestling is still an issue. Dealing with somebody like Magomed Ankalaev would be might be difficult for Alex. Yeah, but I figured, but we just saw Ankalaev just stand up and strike for five rounds. Yeah, I don't know. What or for at least four out of five. But if you're Hamza Kabayev, like even you might be thinking, maybe I'll go to two hundred five. Hamza would be interesting. No I, one there has wrestling like that. No, Hamza beats everybody two hundred five. I think so. Like right now, the With current heavyweight like, division. Yeah, if he could take a punch at that weight. All right. No disrespect to Jamal Hill. He's like the number seven ranked light heavyweight. And nobody else wanted the belt, right? No, nobody wanted it. And he won it. And it's kind of an indictment on your division. Well, the champion, it could have been an interim title. The champion gave it up. Nah, he did the right thing. Yuri, oddly enough, is training already in the mountains. Like the ninja he is. Randomly just sitting there riding a bike and doing snow angels or... It's sending cryptic messages. He looks 100% already. Like, his shoulders, like, healing. He really probably didn't need to vacate the belt. No, we he did. We've seen people hold it longer and be out. Aljamain Sterling. Yeah. No, but he, like, he knows he's going to get it back. <laughs> That's yeah, the thing. there's pure confidence. Yuri probably, Yuri's like, you can have this shit and keep it warm for me. Whatever. I'll come back and get it. Yeah. Other fighters, they worry, like, I may not get another chance. Like, Yuri knows, like, yeah. all right. 
you know, sit in a dark room because me and my thoughts. Yeah. I ain't worried about fighting any of you motherfuckers. At all. So, but if we go up the card, we'll get back to that in a second. Shogun Ua. <sighs> Peace, Shogun. Peace. Hey, I don't know why the UFC likes to do this. It's how everything is pro wrestling. Yeah. It's how you got to go out. Nah. You got to go out on your shield, Dre. For, like, on your back. No, you don't. You do. No, you don't. You're like fed to a young, hungry lion. Right. And what does that do for anybody? Theoretically, it puts over the hungry lion, but does they it? didn't put him in there against someone like what's with his a great name? name. See, exactly. Exactly. That that's the only part they messed up. Like they they Shogun at I light mean, heavy? You could have fed him somebody else at light heavy. I mean, Shogun was probably losing regardless. There was really yeah. like you would have to get somebody from Dana White's contender series that lost. I was about to say they might have had a good <laughs> shot to face Shogun, but it, you know, the end of the road is rough in MMA. You know, you're not supposed to be 40 year old and still around. Man fought in pride. I, dog, he fought when a lot of people were children. Yes, he, he, a whole generation of fans. Yeah, weren't born. A whole generation of fighters. Yeah, he's older than Rosa. I mean, he's been fighting longer than Rosa has been alive. Yeah, I mean, Chase, Rosa was just on a pay per view card. Yeah, Chase Hooper. Like you look at those guys; they, they, they were babies. When Shogun was soccer kicking people's head in. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it was sad to see. I mean, nobody really thought Shogun was going to win. As soon as you saw it, I was like, eh. But then he just got snuffed out, and I was like, all right, this is sad. Yeah. And it's not great for Brazil. Like, you want to see your champ. Like, these guys are your champion. Glover, it wasn't like. Can we talk real quick? What? The Brazilian crowd. Yes. Usually they're angsty. But usually it's in, like, a, a spirit of supporting their own people. This was a shitty showing by the Brazilian crowd. No, they don't believe in, like, sportsmanship. Zero sportsmanship. They booed 90% of the night and then left before the end of the main event. They were tired. They were fed up. Like, man, I'm tired of seeing our people get their ass kicked. And they hadn't, you know, Brazil hasn't had a card in almost three years, right? So you come back and... Brandon Marino does what he does against Davis yeah. and Figueroa. Okay. They had a couple wins early in the card. Yeah, I mean, Terrence McKinney got his head blown off. Yes. Uh, the Bonfim brothers. Yeah, the Bonfim brothers look great. Jessica Andrade beat the, the hell out of Lauren Murphy, which we'll talk about in a minute, when I don't understand what anybody was thinking to let this Lauren trot out in the third round. I don't know what this, the hell sense that made. But other than that, Figgy lost and Glover lost and Shogun lost. They weren't going to be happy. They were just shitty all night, though. Nah, man. they Dude, they're not here for sportsmanship. At all. They threw stuff at yeah. Brandon Moreno. He had to sprint to the locker room. And Brandon Moreno's so nice. He's, like, smiling and shit. Yeah. Like, one of them full cans would have hit you, man. Yeah, sir. They're trying to kill you. Yeah, they, like, you you think it's funny. They ain't playing. No, they're trying to kill you. Run. Yeah. Keep running. Yeah, so there was nowhere safe for him. Uh, great career for Shogun. Phenomenal career. But... This is how the end always plays out. I wasn't shocked. No, nobody was. Neither shocked. of us picked him to win. Your boy, though. Neither of us picked him. Johnny Walker. Opened up the pay-per-view card. Yeah. First round KO. And the entire time I'm watching this fight, I'm yelling at Paul Craig. Let go of the damn leg. I don't, I don't know what he was thinking. Okay, you get hit in the jaw once. Maybe you, like, freeze and kind of short circuit. Let go of the leg. Yeah. Hit the ground. Figure it out from your back. I 
literally have no idea. So this fight starts, and Paul Craig's trying to close the distance with Johnny Walker. Now, we know Johnny Walker's best bet is striking, and he's explosive early. But at some point, you got to wrap your hands around this guy. And not like the way he tries, like a single leg, and he's like just hanging on. And I was like, this just don't look right. Like, Johnny Walker's long. He's a big, light heavyweight. And, you know, I believed in Johnny Walker at one point. Jamal Hill knocked him paralyzed. Oh, my God. Uh, but I just, and then, you know, like, he had the fight with Tiago Santos. It wasn't great. And I was like, well, I think Paul Craig can beat him. No. If, if guys want to stand and strike with Johnny Walker, he's a problem. Yep. Or if they can't close the distance, he's a problem. So, good night, Paul Craig. I mean, this was your best chance. If Paul would have won this fight and Jamal would have won the fight, you could have been like, hey, man, maybe I should... Title get a, yeah, like, before a year he comes back and I sneak in? Not nope. anymore. Not at all. Johnny Walker made him pay. I mean, heavy hands. And the return... Of the worm. He got to stop doing that shit. I was worried about his arm. He keep playing. <laughs> he keeps playing. I don't know why. Like, you you got to learn your lesson. Learn yeah. your new dance move. Do the robot. He's a goof. He, he's a goof. He, he's playing with fire. But he won. So who am, I, who am I to say? Like, every time I see Justin Gates do a flip off the, the cage, I'm like, oof. But he does it. So yeah, Father Time's going to catch you there, too. Yeah, you're going to land on your head one good time. Yeah, it's all bad. Gates, probably should retire that. He should. Next up was Jessica Andrade versus Lauren Murphy. I feel like it gets talked about a lot, so I can't say, like, it doesn't get talked about enough. But outside of the ref having to stop fights, the corners fail fighters a lot more in MMA than they do boxing. Yeah. Boxing, they'll throw in the towel. A trainer will have the towel. They'll jump on the apron. That's not out of the ordinary. For some reason in MMA, not only do they not do that, they actively go in there between rounds and talk their fighters into continuing. Yeah. Like, we all have eyes. Live to fight another day. You can never get that damage back, whether you get knocked out cold or not. Lauren Murphy took an insane amount of significant strikes to the dome piece. Unnecessary. Yeah. And she was, it was like, oh, she's still fighting back. She had nothing on her punches. Who cares? Like, they were doing nothing, nothing at all to Andrade. This fight should have been stopped probably midway through the second. I'll give you in between rounds. Two and three. Went the distance for what? A moral victory? It makes no sense. Um, I understand what corners think. MMA is a weird sport, right? Like, you can... Win out of nowhere. In boxing, if you're getting punched in the face a lot, you can't kick somebody in the head and change the fight, right? There's nothing you can do. You're getting beat in this one particular stand-up where somebody's punching your head more than you are him. That Hail Mary punch is there. You don't have the power. I get it. MMA, they think, well, you know, got small gloves, maybe catch them flush or get a takedown maybe and scramble, ground a pound. Like, got a chance. However, I'm not sure who, who I blame more for this. I don't blame Lauren Murphy. It's her job to fight. Got to keep going. And no fight wants, no fighter, especially the way we as media and as fans treat fighters, no fighter wants to quit. Yeah. No matter how much you're about to get CTE, right? No matter how many times your brain is bouncing around your skull, because Jessica Andrade was hitting her with everything. Everything. 
Or Murphy, super tough. Yeah, too tough for her own good. But if you're the ref and you're watching this one-way traffic, I know what the ref is thinking. Stop the fight. Fans are going to boo. And the corner's going to yell at you. Refs don't want to get yelled at. But if you're the corner, I know they, don't, they think that Lauren has a chance, but you also have to know your fighter. Well, you know what Lauren Murphy doesn't have? Power. Jessica Andrade is arguably the strongest woman, maybe in MMA, between her and Whaley Zhang, they're like the two strongest women, right, in Amanda Nunez. But in smaller ways, Andrade is the pit bull. If she's bouncing punches off of your fighter's head and your fighter's not doing anything, because at some point you got to go, yeah, this shit ain't working. Like, no matter what Lauren is trying, nothing is affecting Jessica Andrade. It's not backing her off. It's not making her think twice. She's just beating you up. Save your fighter. Because that live to fight another day stuff is real. I think they just shaved two years off of Lauren Murphy's career if she has two years left by allowing her to continue a fight that she had no... Ch- Dude, there was two 30-25 scores. And there... This wasn't a ground control game. No. This was striking. Everybody should be condemned. Like, an athletic commission should fine the corner for allowing this woman to damn near get killed. She got smoked, man. But all that, she was ranked higher than Jessica Andrade. She was number three ranked. She just came off of beating Misha Tate. I guess you want to give her a chance. But, look, after, 10, after seven minutes, I had seen enough. They could have stopped that fight at any time. Yeah, I... It, was, it wasn't her night. How about that? Sometimes, it's just not your night. It was never going to be a night. She, she was never going to be Jessica Andrade. Her night probably was keeping it close. And it wasn't her night to keep it close. Dude. You got to know when to fold them. This is one of the... So I was watching it. My wife was watching it. She never watches MMA. She thinks it's too... She's like, man, it changed. Like, oh, my God. You guys got... Like, why do people get beat up? So she's watching this fight. I was like, this is the worst fight for her to watch. She, in the middle of the fight, she's like, run. And I was like, you can't run. So he's like, well, why, why, why can't she run? I was like, she's like, they should open the cage door and let her leave. <laughs> and she was like, why are they letting her fight? This is, this is embarrassing. Like, everybody saw how bad this was. You don't got to be an expert to see it. But my wife was like, well, why did they allow him to fight? I was like, well, Lauren Murphy's ranked number three. And Andrade, I think, was ranked number eight in the flyweight division. And she just came back up from strawweight. And she was like, she's ranked higher than her? How'd that happen? I was like, it's just the way it goes. Right? Sometimes you, you're the higher-ranked fighter, but everybody knows you can get your ass kicked. Everybody knew that Lauren Murphy was going to lose this fight. I don't know too many people out there that was like, yeah, Lauren Murphy's going to win. Except their corner. I don't even know if Lauren Murphy believes she's going to win this fight. She was up against it. And she got blew, blown out. So, shit happens. But they got to be careful with these, these fighters, man. Like, you can't... You're, the corner, I think, gets the brunt of the blame. And then the referee is just like, at a certain point as a ref, you got to be like, man, fuck this. Yeah, you just got to wave it off. Yeah, I got to save her. Yep. There's, again, we see that more in boxing yeah. where you get knocked down a couple times. The ref, ref comes, he stands, gets in the way, waves it off. It is what it is. The fighter always objects. In MMA, the ref really doesn't get in there, wave it off because you usually got to go to the ground and get finished. Exactly. It's usually the rule. But in boxing, we see all the time, too many punches, accumulation of combos to you. Nah, we're out of here. So we got to normalize that a little bit more in MMA. Next up, Gilbert Burns, Neil Magny. Same I don't thing. even got to spend the four minutes, 15 seconds talking about it. That's how long the fight lasted. Took Neil Magny down and it was over. Like, yeah. Gilbert Burns' jujitsu, filthy. Do not hit the canvas with this man. Like, we know there's levels to this, right? And 
I talk about Neil Magny a lot. He is a litmus test. Like, yep. if you want to be a top 10 guy, you got to beat him. But Gilbert Burns is already a top 10 guy. And I don't know what they're thinking with Neil. This match was weird to me because I saw it on paper and I was like, this is bad. Gilbert Burns is really good. Mm-hmm. He hurt Kamaru Usman, right? Eventually lost. But I think who, he gave Hamza Kamaru hell. And Neil Magny was just on the MMA hour and they said the video of Hamza just dogging him. In the gym, I'm like, what do you think is going to happen when Gilbert Burns gets stand on? Gilbert didn't waste any time. I don't, I don't know who beats Gilbert Burns. He didn't move up in the rankings at all. He can't. Where's he going to go? Can't go higher than Hamza. Can't go higher than Colby. Well, he called out Colby. That's how you That's, get higher. <laughs> look, Colby needs to fight somebody. He ain't getting an immediate title shot. He's not fighting the winner of Leon Edwards versus Kamaru Usman. No. So you either fight Gilbert Burns or Hamza Kamayev. I'm taking Burns every day. I, I think it's a really good fight with him and Burns, though. I don't think it's a good fight with him and Hamza. Maybe he's waiting to see if he can run it back with Masvidal. Nah, nobody wants that. I mean, the man got punched in the teeth outside in Miami, outside of like a bar. Uh, you are the number one contender at welterweight. And if you're not getting a title shot, you need to fight somebody. You can't just sit there and wait, right? Good. Nah, you can't, like... Dana might let him. Dana shouldn't let him. You got two guys. And we all know Hamza is, like, the uncrowned king of this division. Everybody knows. He's the uncrowned king of, like, three divisions. Yes, he is. We all know this. Colby can't... And this is what I'm talking about. Like, guys that'll give up the belt versus guys that'll, like, hug the shit out of it. Colby's hugging this number one contender spot. Like, he's hugging it. Because he don't want to fight Gilbert Burns. He damn sure don't want to fight Hamza. But he has to fight one of them. He has to. What are we going to do? Fight Neil Magny? He would. <laughs> if you let him. You know who he he'll fight? Would. Who, if he gets the opportunity? Bilal Muhammad. He'll fight Bilal. He'll fight uh, Wonder Boy. These, like, Bilal is, he was ranked higher than Gilbert for reasons I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. Bilal had, you know, a nice little winning streak and whatever. But he'll fight Bilal because Bilal is like a beatable fighter, I think, to Colby. But Which isn't an easy out. It's not. But you got to fight the number two and number three guy. We're fucking playing. Bilal might have to fight Hanzo. One of them is going to have to fight. Look. Somebody got to fight somebody. There has to be an eliminator. Colby needs to fight Gilbert or Bilal. No, well, listen. Colby should fight Hamza. Bilal should fight Gilbert. And then, depending on how this Leon edwards Camaro fight, if there has to be another rematch, if there's a third fight, or if Leon Edwards wins again, then you can figure it out. It'll be a fourth fight. Damn, you're right. Fourth fight. I don't think it's going to happen, I think. Tomorrow's going to win unless he's just ran off the road these days. But you ha- this is what you have to do. Everybody else can wait. They are the two title, the, the title fight, and then you got four fighters. They need to knock each other off. This, the, fuck Kobe Cubs. <laughs> it's not rocket science. But, yeah, he got to take a hard fight. Outside of Usman, he hasn't had a hard fight in a long time. Masvidal, that, that was a bullshit fight. The Masvidal fight? Yeah. Nah, I mean, he was perfectly suited to be Horat. Yeah. Like, that that wasn't shit. And Jorge touched him a couple times, but it still wasn't. It was a wrestle fest. Crash. Nah, do that to Hamza. Let's see. Yeah, good luck. Because, I mean, Kobe's wrestling is very good. His cardio is amazing. The striking, not so much. He felt more comfortable in the striking. It's serviceable. what Hamza does. Yeah, Hamza can destroy him. I think so. But Kobe got to step up to the plate. In the co-main, we had a four fight, whatever it's called, a quadrology? I don't know. 
I don't know. There's so many terms being thrown around. Davidson figured out over his Brandon Moreno. I don't need a fifth. Not right now. At all. Davidson figured out, oh, you look at him when he stepped on the scales, scary for that weight cut. Scary. Yeah. If there is a fifth, it's at 135. Oh, yeah. Well, down the line. Obviously, you know, Moreno gets the win. He punches Davidson in the eye. Davidson's eye swells up. I think he just checked out. I, he punches him in the eye, but then he kind of claws him. Yeah, look, I don't like to say fighters quit, but I, at that point, I feel like Davidson was looking for a way out. Like, he got hit with that shot, and it became very clear that he didn't really want to be there anymore. There was no protest in the corner, right? He was kind of, he was done. I mean, the man had one eye. He ain't Bisping. Look, some fighters will fight with one eye. Some fighters will protest. They'll try. You can see his body language. Like, that punch took everything out of him. Because first of all, that's a difficult weight cut. Yeah. Second of all, he's not doing what he wants to do against Brandon Moreno. It's not like the last fight. It was very close. It felt like Moreno was going to start running away with his fight. And as soon as he got hit with that shot, his eye checked out and then his brain followed right with it. Like, they were both out the door. He was, as soon as he got hit, the first thing he thought is, I'm moving up in weight. In the middle of the fight, he was like, it's time <laughs> yeah. to go. Time to go. Brandon, you can have this title. I'm done. I'm done here. He looked very similar, except he lost, to what Connor looked at at 45. Getting on the, like, Connor was like, how the fuck are you making 145 pounds? Yep. Figgy, he just looks too big. And I thought he was able to manage his weight, but as you get older, obviously, it gets more difficult, and it trashes he, your cardio. He did. He made weight easier than a lot of times, probably ever before. I think you're right, though. He just got into the octagon and was like, oh, I can't perform. Yeah. Like, I usually perform. Like, I know what I want to do. I fought this man. I know what I can do to him. My body's not doing it. Oh, shit. I'm in trouble. And then, it's, yeah, it's just like, now what? What's the plan B when I'm not strong enough to ragdoll him like I did the first time? Or, okay, cool, we got to, he hit me. Why aren't I taking the punches like I usually take them? Right. Oh, well, the weight cut drained me, and I can't, you know, my body's reacting differently. Because really, he just got hit with a routine hook to the face. Yeah. And his eye was just like, whoop. Like, he's like, what's going on? You, my man, you have no nutrition or cushion in your body to take that blow. And now you're like, oh, these all hurt a little more. Oh, okay, now I'm throwing, but I'm not hurting him. Oh, I, I have no way to win the next two and a half rounds. With one eye. I, it was hard enough when I was good. Yeah. With one eye, it's like, I understand it. I don't think he quit. But at this point, you're just like, fam, I'm, I'm not me. You're going to have to see me at 35. He didn't quit. He checked out. Yeah. Like, like he, he checked out. He got an early checkout from the hotel room that night. He was like, mm, time to go. That's it. I got one, hit. One-eyed man. You ain't going to beat me into retirement. Because making waste, like you said, making waste not the in issue. The engine's too big for the car now. Right? Like, the engine's too big for that small frame, and now he gets out there, and the, and the body just can't keep up. And you got Brandon Moreno, who is nothing but cardio and speed and athleticism, and just kind of trying to mow you down, and you can't get out of the way of this shit anymore. Five years younger. He'll run into that later. He will. But it ain't today. Nope. This, this was Brandon Moreno's night, the champ. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this division shakes out. Figgy says he's moving up. Don't know how well he performs at a higher weight. I don't think he has anything to prove, but I, I think he performs good enough to be in the top five and, like, hang 
around there. I mean, that division's a bunch of killers, but yeah, Bantamweight is tough. Because you're not going to fight Peter Yan. No one wants to fight Yan. You're not going to fight Sean O'Malley. He has a fight booked. Yeah, like Sanri Sahud. Like, you've got a way to go to get up in, in, in that division, especially moving up in weight. In your mind, you're like, my body's better suited here. But we've seen a lot of fighters, they can't make one weight. They move up to the, the weight they feel like they're supposed to be at. But then they realize, oh, these motherfuckers are like 15 pounds bigger than that. Yep. Like, when you look at Aljamain Sterling, like, you've seen him. We've seen him in person. Motherfuckers like 160, Norm. So how do you make 35? This is crazy. He's tall as hell, too. Figgy, the, those advantages, it's the same thing with Conor McGregor. Those advantages that you have in a smaller weight, some things will carry because, like, with Conor was pinpoint striking, right? Yep. Like, that's, that stuff will carry. But the advantages that you add is size and length, they go away. Mm-hmm. And then what do you have? Ability to take a punch did not carry with Conor McGregor. No. He's like, oh, these motherfuckers hit hard. Yeah, it changed like, the game. I feel this. It changed the game. Like, he thought, just like I'm sure Figgy will think, when Conor moved up to fight Nate Diaz, he's like, ah, oh, I'll get him out of here. Everything was different. They take punches. Their punches hurt more. They're big. They're just bigger people. Bigger people. Weight classes for a reason. Yeah, but Figgy put on a great, I mean, uh, Moreno put on a great performance. He is the champion again. I've, I'm interested to see. Champion Lego builder as well. Yes. He is the most happy guy that we've ever seen. <laughs> doesn't look like a fighter. He doesn't talk like a fighter, but he is a fighter. He's a damn good one. It's an incredible story, though. You look at a guy who was cut, came back to champ. <laughs> We're trying to get rid of this division. The whole division. One of, one of the most exciting divisions in UFC right now. They so, always deliver. We'll see, because Formiga's hanging around. Yeah. There, there's, there's options for Brandon Murray. I mean, shit. In Kai Kara France... Just got dusted by Moreno, right? Yes, took a took a body kick. Yeah, but if you look at the division, Moreno's been so tied up with Fig- Figgy for the last few years. There are other people moving up in that division that could give him problems. We'll see. There's fresh matchups for him. Well, Pantoja was there. Yep. Caught him in the back, I believe, in the locker room. Yeah, Pantoja was immediately like, you're next, my friend. That's it. And he's like, yo, I beat him already. Yeah. Just twice. You may have beat him twice. So, uh, look, Definitely beat him once. And it's just like, yo, I'm, I'm on a run. Like, let's, let's get it. And that's, like you mentioned earlier, when you're on a decent little streak and you have a win over the champion, you can pretty much claim to jump people in front of you. Yeah, why not? And that's where I feel like Pantoja is like, yo, all right, I, I beat you already, fam. Let's, let's go again. Yeah, I said for me, I meant Pantoja. Um, but yes, and he was in the crowd. Like as soon as he in the crowd, he was like me, me. <laughs> like shit, I he was want to like fight nobody now. can see him. Yeah, yes. like yo, do you see me right here? Me, I'm gonna give this. me this damn shot. I mean, three fight winning streak. Alex Perez, uh, Brandon Royval. Give the man a give the man a title fight. Yeah, I mean, again, he- just keep the division moving because we've seen in this division more than any other division. You never know. It's yeah. all about that night and who's better that night. That, that title bounces around since Demetrius Johnson left as much as the heavyweight title. Yeah. You, you honestly never know who's going to show up and how it's going to play out. And then main event, Glover Teixeira versus Jamal Hill. We kind of mentioned it to start the show. I told you. Coming full circle. Glover had two rounds. 
Damn. And it meant you, if you can't do what you want to do, that's why I said Jamal Hill's got it. Like, I didn't care about the five rounds. Glover's done this. He had two rounds to get it done. Because if he didn't get it done, it meant that Jamal Hill was not getting submitted, yep. not getting taken down, and he was hanging in there. Which he did take Jamal Hill down late. He did, but he could, couldn't do anything. Glover had no top control. And I know I've seen a lot of people talk about, well, Jamal Hill's better off his back than we thought. And that may be true to a degree. and may be true. But I watched Glover Teixeira age 13 years between the first and second rounds. He was slow. The power wasn't there. The takedowns weren't even there. Like, he couldn't even get him. And I'm not saying, like, Jamal Hill hasn't worked on all these things. I'm just saying I watched a Glover Teixeira that was clearly diminished heading into this fight. After round two, I was like, this fight's over. But you're also watching a Glover Teixeira who had a full camp for December. Found out, oh, okay, I lost my opponent for December. Oh, I'm not fighting at all. Took that away from him. And then when there's no champion crowned, oh, by the way, do you want to fight for this belt? In January? So now you have a full camp. Then you're off and done. And then they're like, yo, you got... Four weeks. That's not even another full camp. So you're already cutting your body down. We talk to fighters all the time talking about during the weight cut, it's not just cutting it. It's making sure your body peaks at the right time. So you have that weight cut trying to peak at the right time. They cancel your fight. And you say, oh, four weeks to cut that weight down again. And then you're trying to peak. Doesn't work like that. Glover was Especially just, not in your 40s. Uh, Glover is just old. I don't, nah, I don't think you got it. No. I don't think I'm, you could still be good when you're old, but everything no, has to be perfect. No, Glover was just old. You can't be late notice and old. No, he was just old. Like that's that's all there is to it. No, because we just saw him. And again, this was he an amazing fought, fight. Second fought, round was amazing. He fought Yuri last year. Yes. When you reach your forties, it like six months is like six years. Like father, father time's undefeated. I don't care what Glover did. That man was old. Like, that was it. He knew he was old. That's why he retired. <laughs> he went through that camp. I was like, I don't think I really need to do this shit anymore. Like, he went through two camps. Yeah. He looked at Jan as somebody he could beat. Right? Like, he was like, I could beat him. I've already beat him. Right? You fought Jamal Hill because you look at, oh, he's a younger guy. In Glover's mind, I'm sure the whole camp was like, just put him on his back, submit him. That's it. Yeah, you could exchange with him. You, you might have the more powerful strikes, but why do you want to do that? But a month's back, submit him. Glover put him on his back. And Jamal Hill didn't skillfully sweep him. He just powered out of the shit. Said, <laughs> it just jumped up. Like, Glover Teixeira is known for great top control. And there was, a, there was a moment there where he was switching over to an arm triangle, and I said, this is over. And I told my wife, I was like, if he doesn't submit him here, it's done. His arms are gassed. This is, should, this is easy work for Glover at, like, two years ago. He gets Jamal Hill in that position, submits him 10 times out of 10. He was old. It had nothing to do with the camp. Like, he mounted him, he transitioned to an arm triangle, and he couldn't finish the job because he was old. It was like, it's like when you get out of bed and you stand up and your back cracks, and you're like, where the fuck did that come from? That was like Glover in, in the octagon. He was like, where's my top control? Where did it go? Got old. Nothing he could do on this night. He had two rounds to get the job done. Couldn't do it. I think it might be different if he prepared for Jamal. No nope. full camp. I don't think it would have mattered. I think. So you think Yuri dog walks him if 
they would have both yes. made it to December. They really should have gave him Jan in December. That makes no fucking sense. Um, Who? Yeah. Glover. He should have stayed on the card. It should have been Glover versus Jan. Well, yeah. Jan fighting Ankalaev. That was just stupid. Well, Glover had already beat Jan. So they wanted to give Ankalaev, who was on a nice run, which made sense. Like, but Glover was already, theoretically, the number one contender. He's in yeah, the title I match. Know, but he didn't want to fight. He didn't get hurt. I know. He would have fought Jan. He didn't want to fight Ankalaev. And I get, like I said, when people say that he didn't do it, I get why. Because he's old. He ain't got time to be preparing for these young kids. He's going for what he knows. They offered him Jamal Hill. He sat down. I'm sure they paid him a little bit more. And I'm sure he looked at that fight and was like, I could beat him. Paul Craig submitted him. Yep. Like, I can beat this guy. Or his whole arm out. Yeah, like, I can beat this guy. I don't care. Actually, the longer camp probably would have did him worse. Because conditioning was not good in this fight. He was dead tired. Like, if you look at the fight with, with uh, Yuri, they were both dead. Yeah, they were both dead tired. And Glover got submitted by Yuri. It's not like he didn't get knocked out. He got submitted by Yuri Prohaska. That, like, you, we knew right there that uh, Glover might be at the end of his rope. Now, you go into the, the rematch, you say, well, maybe he's got a chance. He kind of knows what he has to do. But again, it would have been the same thing. You have two rounds to get the job done. Couldn't do it. He's old. Six-week camp, 12-week camp, wouldn't matter. His body is done with 25-minute fights. He's got 10 minutes to win fights. It's over. Watch what happens to Fedor against Ryan Bader. I've, I've sat there I'm, and, I'm praying Fedor lands a crazy knockout. Fedor is old. He got, I don't even care. I he just, got annihilated by Ryan Bader the last time he fought. I'm hoping for a miracle. How is this going to change? I don't know. Again, we opened up our show. This is not how people leave MMA. You do not leave it on top. Usually. Aging MMA fighters are like running backs in the NFL. Ezekiel Elliott will never be the oldest. Not even close. No, you can't it's catch it. over. Yeah. Once, Once it goes. It's gone. It, older MMA, like younger MMA fighters, you can get away with it, right? Robbie Lawler, for instance. Like you, you figure it out. There ain't no figuring out when your body says, fuck you, I'm done. Glover Teixeira's body said, you've been doing this shit for a long time. I know you think you can win, but I'm here to tell you, sir, I ain't in this for you. I want to go home. And his body was it, like, he tried to fight. That's why he retired. Like, he didn't retire thinking, ah, one more shot. Like, when Daniel Cormier lost to Stipe and he retired, Daniel Cormier was like one foot out the door because he had options, right? If, he, if all he had was fighting, Cormier would probably still be fighting because he could still beat people, even though I know he doesn't want to make the weight cut. Because clearly, as soon as Cormier was on camera this week, I was like, Jesus Christ, how much does he weigh? He's a happy man. Happy. But Glover has nothing else but fighting. But now he's like, well, I got Alex Perez, so... That's it. I'm just going to hang out with him. He has his own gym. Yeah, he's I'm good. He's still around fighting. I'm good. Enough to be like, oh, I'm out. I'm good. Now... Now, the new question is, this is very interesting. How good is Jamal Hill? We're about to find out. Because now... His boxing is on point. I'm not sure how well-rounded he is. Still. He's got nothing but fresh matchups. Yeah. Nothing but... Yo, he jumped a lot. That's what I'm saying. So you got Yuri, you got Jan, you got Magomed. Like, you got Johnny Walker. If Johnny Walker moves up, even though you already beat him. There are, there are plenty of people for him to fight. But we're going to find out how good he is because... It, let's assume Yuri Pahaska is not ready, right, till the end of the year. And you're Jamal Hill, just won the title this January. So you probably want to fight close this summer. Do you fight Jan or do you fight Magomed? 
I'd fight Jan before I fight Maga. Both of those guys could be beat him. Yes. But everyone could be. Like, I, I don't think he's long for the belt. No. But, no, he's not. But you're going to get paid at least one fight like a champion. Yeah. And you can always say you are a UFC champion. No one can ever take that. Role. Or he, the crazy thing is, he's a champion in such a young tenure in, in the UFC, right? Well, Alex Pereira, like, we know what he is. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe he can get better at wrestling, but he's old. Yeah. Right? We know what he is. We don't know what Jamal Hill is. Like, we know he's got power. We know he's long. We know he's strong. We, we showed us a little something in the grappling game and getting off his back. But he can still develop as a champion. Yeah. We got a very interesting year to watch how this man develops. And hopefully, because, you know, UFC fighters are so goddamn underpaid, Somebody doesn't get to him, and he's focused on keeping this belt. 13 fights. That's what I'm saying. That's it. He was first person from the Contender Series to win a belt. Who would pick that? Beat O'Malley to it. It's crazy. It's crazy. 205 is a... Uh... It's an interesting play. Well, here, here's he the question. He could lose the belt, come back, and win it four years from now, and still only be 35. Is 205 the weakest division in the UFC? Are we counting 145 women as a division? No, because that's there, not a division. There's nobody there. Okay. That house um, is women's 135 is the weakest. Juliana Pena was just the champion, and no one touches Amanda in that division. She's damn near cycled through three times and proved that Pena fight was kind of a fluke. Um, that's the weakest division in the UFC. They've brought in. There's no new blood at 135 for the women. There's not even a Jamal Hill. There's, there's no contender series, people. There's the same fighters damn near from Invicta. Just recycling at 35. Women's 35 is the worst division in the UFC. And then, yeah, then Light Heavy is probably second, I would say. Everywhere else is almost a murderer's row. Heavyweight's gotten so much better. They just added John. Women's 125 used to be tough. Kind of soft, but so many people are moving up from 115 now. I kind of like 125 for the women's division. And Shevchenko showed like a little chink in the armor. Enough where you'd be like, okay, someone can challenge her there. Women's 115 is always incredible. Women's 135, worst division in, in the sport. Interesting. So usually you would say... Your division is only as good as your champion. Usually. And Jamal Hill is the weakest champion in the UFC right now. Sure. Because we don't know much about him. Yeah. But Yuri giving up the belt Correct. helps that. Amanda Nunez is arguably the best women's fighter on the planet. Yes. And she reigns supreme over that division. To your point, because I had to look at the rest of that division. Yeah, Juliana Pena. What hurts this division makes me say it's the worst division women's bantamweight is because Kellen Vieira just lost to Raquel Pennington pretty handily. Yeah. Raquel Pennington got dogged walked by Amanda Nunez. Yes, she did. Holly Holm is still ranked number three. Irene Aldana is still ranked number five. Yana Santos is coming up. Panny Kinzad. Uh, Macy Kyson. Carlo. Carol Rosa. Misha Tate still ranked number 10. Come on. This division is bad. It's not a good division, right? Like, there's no influx of, like, yo, that's the next person. Or, like, you you have confidence that someone 
Like Jamal Hill, you look at him from the outside. Johnny Walker, you look at him from the outside. Be like, those guys could be champions. Like, they have all the tools. Like, if they go on a run, I could see it. I could see one of them being a champion. Like, legit. Not just Jamal Hill getting thrown in there for a vacant title. There's no one at 135. If Amanda retired tomorrow and walked away, I was like, oh, you know what? I got my kids. I got my money. I'm out. Peace. The division's dead. Well, yeah. The the, uh, the next best 135-er is Shevchenko. Well, yeah. She can move back up and immediately get that title. Like, you look at the men's uh, light heavyweight division. We mentioned Yuri Prohaska, Magomed Ankalaev, Jan Blachowicz, uh Alexander Rakic, Glover Teixeira, who just retired, Anthony Smith, Nikita Krilov, Johnny Walker, Volkan Ozdemir, who is pretty much done. Ryan Spann, Paul Craig, Dominic Reyes, I, I, still ranked. Um, sure. <laughs> Clear Roundtree, Jimmy Crute, and Dustin Jacoby. It's a better division. Yes. Women's banner, it's Amanda. You just don't got the champion yeah. to hang the crown on. It is le- legitimately Amanda in the field. Yes. And the field is it's quite poor. You just have to just get beat up. That's it. At this point, they just really want to fight each other. They're all content fighting each other and no one fighting Amanda. And I know, like, Valentina Shevchenko is the other woman that we think is the best female fighter in the world. At least her division's got Talia Santos, who gave her hell. Yep. You got Jessica Andrade, who's moving back and forth. Aaron Blanchfield is a fucking problem. Oh, incredible and prospect. Manon Faroe. So at least Shevchenko has, like, some new blood. Amanda Nunez is going through the car wash again. She's like, I got to beat these women up again? If Shevchenko moves up to 135, say Nunez bounce, Shevchenko moves up, Blanchfield is young, she could take the belt. Like, you don't know who else is going to win. There's, like, a lot of good options at 25 now. And, yeah, I can't say this. Can't say the same for, nah. for 35. Um, Suarez getting hurt, and it looks like never coming back. No, she's coming back. When? I thought she just booked a fight. What? Yeah, Tatiana Suarez is, is back. Adds a ton to that division. Like, Tatiana Suarez was, like, the uncrowned. She was next. Yes. Like, they, they looked at her. If, like, if Shevchenko decided to stay at Bantamweight, Tatiana Suarez was the one. Oh, my God. I'm trying to find that fight now. But, yeah, like, adds so much to that division. So much. She just needed, like, it was health. Yeah. Health-related. That's, that's the key, and... But she's overcome so much already in her career, right? Like, she overcame cancer. Yeah, she's fighting Montana De La Rosa on February 25th. Wow. Yeah. She's a problem for anybody. Yeah, that division stack. Like the division. She can move up to 35. Suarez. Oh, she's big. And she started at 15s. Say yeah. now she's been gone for a while. She don't want to make, cut, make the cut. If she goes up to 135, immediately she's the second best fighter in that division. Yes. Immediately. So, yes, as, as much as Jamal Hill is a guy that you're like, hey, he's not, you know, he got the title, but light heavyweight, at least it's fun to watch. Yeah. Women's bandweight is you're, just... You're talking about people looking at light heavyweight from the middleweight division? It's like, hmm. Like, yeah. maybe... That's everyone at 125 for the women. Yeah, do I want to put on an extra 10 pounds? Yeah, it's like, you know what? I'll eat another donut. Let's That's, go. I, I don't got to cut weight. <laughs> Come on. I'll fight at my natural weight. Nobody up there is getting busy. So that's definitely the division for the taking. We'll see how it all plays out. It's an off weekend for the UFC. Not many of these. We will enjoy no. it. We have SummerSlam this weekend. All attention Not on SummerSlam. We have Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Sir. I don't know where the hell I am. What, is this August? We have Royal Rumble. I've been like binging the Royal Rumbles too. Uh, 
We have Royal Rumble on Saturday. All of our attention will go there. That's going to be a fun one. So can't wait to see how that plays out. Thankfully, boxing's in the morning. Uh, we'll have our boxing show later on in the week uh, before our pro wrestling show. And Better BF is kind of headlining this weekend. That's early out of the way. All attention to Royal Rumble Saturday night. I almost flew out to San Antonio. Did you? I almost, like yesterday, almost booked a flight, but I didn't have tickets. Mm-hmm. And tickets are redemptive. Like, redonkulous. Redonkulous. Hmm. For, like, anything that's nearly a good seat, yeah, 600 and up. Really? Yeah. And I can't do 300 level. No, that, I'm past that. Like, I'm past that. I'm like, oh, bougie ass. Yeah, I got a taste. This I, man can't, said, ah. I can't do it. I can't. I'd rather watch from home than do 300 level. Hey, that's, that's, I do that a lot now. Like, I don't need to be here. Yeah. And that's like, I've never been to San Antonio, but like, fights are dirt cheap. So I was like, I could, I but there ain't shit to do. I don't yeah. even want to watch the Spurs play in San Antonio. Nah, I don't feel like asking someone for tickets. It's super late. Yeah. Like, asking for tickets, you kind of got to do like a little early. I want to pressure nobody late. So I'm just like, no, nah, I'm good. Watching from the crib. But it, it should be fun. We have an entire show devoted towards the Royal Rumble. Because it's not August. Coming up later on in the week. That should be fun. In the meantime, thank you guys for listening. Follow us on social media. At Corner Podcast underscore Twitter. Corner Club for Life on Instagram. YouTube, the Corner Podcast. For everyone here at Blue Wire Studios. For myself, the old man Andreas Hale. Till next time, we're out. Peace. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com